Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. You think aliens are real? Now? Nowadays? Uh, who knows? Are we recording? We're rolling. I'm ready when All you right. guys are. I don't think anything's real anymore, bro. I don't think aliens are real anymore. All right. On that note, you want to start the podcast? Sure. Let's go. We say this every single time, but we are back. Back and we're better. And we're definitely better. That's a matter of fact, actually. Like as a matter of fact. I think every single time we come to the podcast, my life gets a little bit better. Yeah, man. I think that we really have drive. I'm realizing this. Oh, I've definitely kicked it into another notch this year. Yeah. Like, I've definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've For been sure. trying hard this year. Anyways, a <laughs> little, <laughs> little side talk. Uh, you're now tuned to the sounds of the most structurist podcast in the world, live from Spark Studios. Bitch. This is episode 110. I'm Ooh. Zach. I am Ty. That is a fact. Is and this is... <laughs> this is a podcast. Tor, give the people a little shout in the back to let them know you're here. Woo! Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started with this episode, make sure to subscribe, share, rate, all that good stuff to help us with the algorithm, because the fucking algorithms keep fucking with us. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see visuals to what we're talking about, head over to Patreon. Link is in the description. Gentlemen, shall we begin? Start your engines. So how are we doing? How's life? Good busy um those are two good things to be yeah man i feel like it's you know the pace is picking up yeah it's about know? to be summertime yeah. daylight savings this weekend and not to date this episode but yeah that actually sucks for my children because my daughter knows that dark time is nighttime ah so now that's, you that's get a that, tough one the hour now yeah so um we're gonna have to tell her daytime is nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. She's smart. Like she's fucking smart. It's, That's crazy. It sucks. <laughs> I remember being a kid and that always sucking. There was two parts of life that that sucked. Being a kid, mm-hmm. uh, when you lose the hour because then it gets darker faster, so it's like, oh, I can't play outside that much longer. Right. And then as an adult, when it came time to go to the bar, <laughs> like remember that one time? I don't know if you remember. We, we were it was daylight savings time. We tried to go to we did go to Jade Garden and we tried to order beer and they refused to give us beer and I was like, no, no, this is oh, daylight savings yeah, time. Yeah, like yeah, we still yeah, have an extra yeah. hour. Yeah. We still like, don't do that to us, man. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. How much money have I spent at this establishment? Like, we can all get away with this right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Who's going to come in here yeah. and be like, uh, to the Jade Garden and be like, hey, yeah. you guys are on are off the top. I'm about to tell them about that cockroach, motherfucker. Whoa, all right, all right. Well, we're not going to slander Jade Garden out <laughs> here, all right? Jade Garden is a staple of the community. I would still eat there, bro. That shit's so bad. <laughs> Cockro- cockroach and all, deep fried oh, cockroach? Fuck, bro. That shit's so bad. That shit is so good. I haven't had it in so long, but, man, yeah. I might do that this weekend. Damn, I might too, bro. That salt and pepper pork chop. Yeah. All right, all right, we're getting hell off topic. Yeah, but that's awesome. Besides daylight savings time, everything everything's going pretty good. Everything's good. Nice. Uh, no complaints. No complaints. Yeah. Well, even if you could complain, what good would that do anybody? Complain. Nobody, nobody cares. Work harder. Nobody gives a fuck. I become a walking meme for like slogans like that. Hey man, nobody cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about you. Damn. Just keep it moving. Damn. Do you you want to start with some facts? Yeah, we can, we can do a little oh, facts. Actually, you know what? So, fuck the facts. I brought something. Okay. 
today. Well, well, we do like facts over here, not fuck the facts in general. That's but true. So I I bought this because it sounds gross because I enjoy the real thing. Okay. But I'm not going to knock it till I try it. Okay. That's fair. I brought today mock beef jerky. Oh, you know, so they have um, Beyond Meat. Yeah. They have a Beyond Meat jerky, too. I haven't tried it yet because it's fucking expensive. It's like What is what? it made of? Mm-hmm. This is made of shiitake mushrooms. Ooh, I love shiitake mushrooms. Me too, man. Love, love shiitake mushrooms. So let's, uh, let's... Big mushroom guy. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> It uh, looks like you do your resolution to hit the gym, and it on. It's ironic because hey. I really do. I really do lift, bro. We're toning, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it comes with a nice little tray. Ooh, nice. Okay. It definitely looks like piece. shiitake. It looks like shiitake to you? No, I mean, I would, it was supposed to be like a joke of shit. Oh. It should look like jerky to me. Hey, can you hold that up in front of your face and get a close up? It's very dusty. Did you ever go to the Oboyo Birdo? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, right off of um, Kent Des Moines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they used to have the uh, the bakery one, too. Get hella cupcakes from there. They still have one over on Military. The fucking... Um... Anyway, back to Oboyo Birdo. <laughs> yeah. So they had, like, um, beef jerky shavings. Oh, interesting. Dude, it was, like, uh, cotton candy texture, but if you chew it, because it's meat, obviously, yeah. it, like, you end up... Like forming meat, like it's, it's fucking. It sounds really gross when I say it like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but I yeah, promise yeah. it's good. You like um, how I restrained myself through all that? Yeah, you did. See, want to try some? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, bone apple tea. This is kind of fucking fire, bro. Not bad. It's not bad. It tastes like pho. It does. It tastes like the hoisin sauce a little bit. I was thinking more star beneath. The fuck is that? <laughs> it's, it's like the main seasoning in the broth. I don't know that, man. I just ordered number seven large. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I like don't... It. Every time we try something on here, I have to rewind because I don't know if I actually really like this shit. Because I'm always so hungry when I get here. That's true. I'm not hungry today. I think they're pretty good. You want another one? I'll take another one. Yeah, sure. It kind of... Fuck yeah, dude. It kind of has like a... It reminds me of Korean barbecue a little bit. I don't know why. Thank Korean barbecue? Oh, no. I'll take a big one. You don't like it. All right. Korean barbecue. It almost tastes like the fish cake without the spice. I'm going to leave this out here because I'm going to nibble. To be fair, I ate about five pounds of fish cake on Sunday. These really? Went to the Shinshun. Went to the what? Shinshun. Oh. <laughs> Shinshun. Okay. Well, they're just appropriate culture. Good, I thought it was pretty good. Bargain. I mean, I like shiitake mushrooms, though, so this is, this is good to me. Is this a bump it or dump it? Well, it's a bump it. We're definitely bumping. It's a bump it. It's a, uh, it's a B2K. Bump, 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 bump. That is not how it goes <laughs> at all. Damn, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. I rated a 6 out of 10. I fuck with that. Is it healthy? Like, what's the nutritional facts on the back? You know, I'm all about my healthy food now. I've been I've been trying to huh. slim down. Let's see. Let's read this Korean real fast. Trying to slim down for the summer. 283 calories per serving. Serving size is one cup. And I feel like that is one cup. Yeah, that's that's not very much. Um, it says one cup portion. 13 grams of sugar. Oh, yeah, servings not per crazy. container, one. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, 13 grams if you eat the whole thing. Right. 
38 grams of carbs minus the, the fiber because that's how you get the net carbs. 96 so. grams of sodium. Ooh. So 22 grams there of carbs is. in that. Yeah. So sodium and sugar seem to be. Oh, no, I like them. Is it, was it a particular flavor? Did it say like teriyaki flavor on it or something? Well, I can't. All I can do is read the numbers. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, it's a mock beef vegetarian. Huh. I liked it, but it also goes to show you, like, not all, just because food is vegetarian doesn't mean it's the healthiest for you. Yeah, I don't know if I can eat anymore now. Yeah, the texture's... I feel like I reached a point that <laughs> it's going to make me sick. <laughs> that does seem like if you ate a whole bag of that, your stomach would hurt. Huh. And I'm a whole bag type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just, like, if I have chips or, like, corn nuts, yeah, the whole bag's gone. I mean, the, the snack size bag. Not the... Well, okay. Who knows? Okay, man. 3D Doritos. Hey, whatever you got to take. Go crazy. <laughs> I'm over here about to eat another one anyway. Anyway. You got some facts for me? Yeah, man. I'm going to have some facts for you, too. And that's a fact. Hey, Tor. What's up? Can you do us a favor and pull up the doomsday clock? Oh. you Are you serious? Do you have one, too? No, I saw this in New York. The actual clock? Yeah, I saw it in New York. I, they I, got a real clock? Yeah. That's the, not cool. It's on the side of the building. Um, that's scary. Yeah, I saw this in New York. I was walking through, I was walking through Manhattan like a real tourist. I feel you. And uh, yeah, saw it on the side of a building. I mean, I had known about it because they put installed this. Because remember when Trump said uh, he's saying some wild shit, bro? What you could probably it? just click the first, like the actual website, and see what's good. I can't remember what he said. He said uh, he was talking about the climate. He sounded like a fucking idiot. But I mean, when yeah. I sound like a fucking idiot half the time, so who am I to judge? What, what what were you saying with that? What do you mean? You're walking through Manhattan. Oh, and then it was just on the side of the building. Because mm, okay. I had seen it online and stuff, but then I actually saw it in person. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Hmm. It's I mean, it's kind of ominous. You know, it's like in the middle of like the one of the busiest cities in the world, just sitting up there telling you that, hey, we have this much time until everything is kaput. Right. Kaput. So right now, um, maybe you can... Oh, there we go right here. Recent clock changes. So it's been, oh. it stayed at 100 seconds. Let me rewind. Let's talk about what this is. So the doomsday clock is a clock that pretty much tells how close we are to doomsday. For sure. So uh, if you look at uh, like the 24, that's, is that, or 12 hours, I guess, in the clock? You look at that as like a hundred. Don't do this to me on camera. It's like a hundred percent of a a pie, right? (laughs) So if you have, (laughs) (laughs) oh man, I'm thinking about this out loud. How I'm trying to explain this, and it's not going to make any sense. Anyway, the closer (laughs) the closer to midnight you get, the more fucked you are, and we're close as fuck to midnight. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're supposed to be at like one o'clock, and we're at almost twelve o'clock. So yeah, seven o'clock on the dot, and I'm in my drop top. Cruising the streets. If she doesn't know that, she's too young for you. Yeah, that's uh, a fucking fact. What 90, we're 90 seconds. Now, 90 seconds. We're 90 seconds away from doom? Yeah, we're 10 seconds closer than last year. Damn, we got to get on it then. It's pretty crazy. So in 2015, yeah. we were three minutes to midnight. Um, in 2003? In, in 2015. Oh, 2015, we were three minutes. So I would be interested to know what in, that, in these eight years has caused it to accelerate. I mean, the Ukraine war is probably not a... A good sign. That's true. That's kind of fucking everybody. Oh, this right takes uh, doomsday into totality, right? So right. I'm thinking just uh, weather-related events or like the Earth. I'm not, I'm not thinking about war. Catastrophe. And famine. Um, 
famine, uh, economy crashes. Uh, what is it that we just had? Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. Damn, um, man. That I is ominous. It's, it's pretty interesting, though, that this is even created. You know I, mean? I want to know how, like, damn, I want to know how they come up with the time. So decisions to move the clock's hands rest with Bulletin's science and security board who consult with experts across the organization's scope of science, technology, and risk assessment, including Nobel... Damn, that is a word I don't know. Nobel... Laureates. Okay, I Laureates. thought you were going to say... Laureates. Uh, Laureates. <laughs> I don't even know what that word is. Uh, scholars and policy analysts. So pretty much like it takes into account of everyone's fear speak. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm pretty scared. Do you think... Th- okay, so speaking on like energy and things like that. Do you think that because we talk about these kind of doomsday things so often, mm-hmm. like everything is dark and anonymous, so we're actually pulling that energy into us? Man, I've had this idea that the world is not worse off. Yeah, you, yeah, we've talked about this several times. And I, I strongly think that. Like, I don't think that the world is getting worse. I think that we're at an age right now where we see a lot of fuck shit, and I think every mid 30 year old 30 to mid 30s you're gonna start seeing fuck shit you yeah know what i mean like the the playground days are long gone your balls deep in the real world <laughs> you know what i mean like, yes that's a okay that's a graphic way of putting it right yeah. so a lot of shit and like we can ask our parents like hey man when you were 30 did you feel this way about the world whatever that's not even gonna be an accurate answer because they didn't have internet and shit like yeah. we're seeing so much information at one time right now it seems like the world is really bad which don't get me wrong i don't think the world's heaven you know what i mean but I also don't think it's hell. I don't think that there are new fuck shits arising. Like there's always been corruption. There's always been killings. There's always yeah. been all these things. And I think it just has a different face now. That's true. And I do think that in ways it has accelerated a little bit more because of technology. You mm. know what I mean? Like with the with the technology, I think that that's But see, that's the thing that I feel like is very debatable. I don't think it's necessarily accelerating. I think that the face of whatever the issue is has changed in a way that I bet you could compare it to another form of whatever the thing is for a different generation. Yeah. Yeah. Let me say this. I think that a person that's very similar to you... In your age, how you think, if you were to talk to that person in 19, I don't know, 19, we'll say right before World War II. Like, 40, we'll say in 35. Say we'll say in 1935. Yeah. Right? Um, I want to know, like, how they feel. Because I feel like that's that's one thing that you can measure. Like, a human feeling is pretty universal. That's you know true. I mean? um, Fear is universal. Right. So, obviously, you guys are in two different time uh, periods, eras, whatever yeah. the fuck. But I think that the feeling of if someone is a, in a very similar situation, whatever your situation is right now, in a very similar situation to you in 1935, if they feel similar to you, I feel like that proves the point of shit's not getting worse. Like that feeling is mm, just... Because that feeling is still the same regardless yeah. of what's going on. Regardless of what's and going I'm on. I'm sure that at the time when World War II was about to pop off, that people thought that that was going to be the end of the world. People were probably very uneasy. They're like, damn, we just got out of a crazy war. This is going to end us all. You, know you even I mean? think about like uh, when we nuked Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Like for them, that could have felt like the end I of the world. I didn't nuke shit, but keep well, on. <laughs> Yeah. But on the other side of it too, they're like, 
uh, if the people here might have been like, oh, we're nuking somebody. Is that going to happen to us next? Like, what is the retaliatory thing that's going to happen from this? Right. Yeah. Damn, yeah, man. man. That's a scary time. I want to have, maybe I'll ask my grandma about that. Like, what hurt? Because she was alive around that time. So, like, what, what was the feeling like when that, that those things were going on? Because World War II is very prominent in Guam. Mm-hmm. The Japanese invaded Guam. They were they took over, and then the Americans came and freed everybody. Like, so it's, she was, like, in the thick of it. Like, I think a lot of people that talk about how the world is worse off now, mm-hmm. I think that it's almost like a... Um, Selfish might not be the right word, but it's like, you're not considering, like, there's been so many bad things that's happened in the world. Like, we're not the only generation that had bad shit. Mm -hmm. You're only seeing it from your perspective. Yeah. And I in the past 30 years, like, yeah, there's been some bad shit, but in that 30 years before that, there's been some bad shit. That's true. 30 years before that, like, really bad shit. You know what I mean? It just keeps happening. Yeah. I will say, though, that I used to be very pessimistic about where the world is at. Mm-hmm. But I think that that also has to do with how much your informa- how much information you're taking in. Right. Like, if you're taking in all this information about all these bad things, of course the world's going to feel like it's coming to an end. I agree. Like, just like the news. Like, I, I don't watch the news at all because all of all it is is doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah, I'm never You know, you might throw Eric's Heroes or something in there in the middle of it, you know, and get a nice feel-good story. They might go to, like, a dog adoption center, give you that. And then the very very next thing, they're showing catastrophes and robberies and shootings and... And train derailments. Jesus Christ, man. That might have to be a conspiracy theory. That's suspicious. Talk uh, in the near future. Something's weird. Something is weird. weird. Something is weird. I got a question about this doomsday clock. Mm-hmm. I'm reading on this webpage, and one of the FAQs is, when were the hands set the farthest from midnight? It says, the oh. clock was created in 47, okay. in World War II. When you guys were talking about nuclear weapons were the biggest threat. Right. It was the farthest from midnight in 91, at the end of the Cold War, set to 17 minutes. Of all the 12 hours that it could be, we've always been pretty close to destruction, it seems. That's true. So did we get to be able to go... Oh, I guess it would be able to go back because we're, what, 30 minutes now? Oh, 90 seconds. So can we ever go back? Be like, hey, the world's looking okay now. Like, let's push this back another hour. Does world peace look like we're all the way at zero back at noon or what? what? And when has the world ever been at zero? Through all the time, there's always been war, catastrophe. So this yeah. is—it's so like we're playing against a, a loaded deck. This just seems like a stress <laughs> clock. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's a good I mean, I will tell it. you the feeling that I got looking up at it. Like I was—you know—nobody really thinks about the end. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, tomorrow the world's gonna end. When I looked up at that clock, I was like, man, <laughs> we're gonna get to step it because this shit might end. All right, maybe, maybe that's the whole point of this. Just to make people scared. Or it could have the reverse effect. Instead of making people scared, people could be like, oh, shit, we don't have a lot of time left on this world. Let me get to... Is that what your first thought was? No, we're all going to (laughs) die. I feel like most people's first thought is like, damn, that's scary. Yeah. I got a good one for you. In the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. which from all things seems to be a good place to live, it says employees can be absent for up to two years while receiving 70% of their salary as sick pay. Or I would be out of there. They probably have some pretty good, um, like, bonding leave. I know that mm-hmm. somewhere over there has a really good bonding leave. Like, Isn't it like the Switzerland or something? I don't know, but I know the husbands get treated pretty equally in that situation. That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I mean, two parents. I, I mean, I get that the woman gives birth, but the the male 
should also be present for a lot of the the first couple of years. You know what I mean? I feel like that would create a better society. Yeah, in a more harmonious like relationship, not just with the kid, but also with the the parents having it. Because you're like, right. oh, now we're both involved in this. It's not just one person stays home for four months, then the other person stays home for four months. Both capital gains and regular income are taxed. Tax is levied in fixed rate at a fixed rate of 26.25%. So what is what is this exactly? I'm bringing this up to point out how they can afford these things in yeah. the Netherlands. Got our, it. Our capital gains and income tax in the US I think is 8%. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I think I saw something like this where they're trying to they're trying to get rid of social security and things like that and move to like where it would be a fixed rate like this for everybody in America too. I believe I saw the Republicans are pushing for that. Huh. They want to get rid of Social Security. They want to get rid of uh, Medicare. That's crazy because that's borderline what socialism is, which, mm-hmm. <laughs> which historically Republicans are super against. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and also, I've been paying into my fucking Social Security for the last, since I was 18, 16. Give me a check. I want a check if you're going to do this. Yeah. That's not going to happen. No, John, hell no. John Stewart's show said that um, Social Security is will be defunded or, or will be out of money in two years. Damn. I don't know if that's a true uh, statistic. I always feel like that, that that's been a thing that people say, like, oh, we're, we've only got a couple more years on Social Security. I hope it's not true. But, yeah, for that's going to be devastating for a lot of, especially older people that are retired in our country. Like, that's going to gut them. A lot of them rely on that income just to be able to survive. Think about just your life in general. Like, you have to have good timing with a lot of things. That's true. Because right before the pandemic, I remember, um, you know, there was a lot of people that were retiring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember one dude specifically who lost, like, half of his retirement that was wrapped up in stocks because the shit crashed right when the pandemic hit. And he was ready to cash out. Like, he was ready to bounce. You know what I mean? Pandemic hit. Gone. Yeah, he's got to work another gone. five years. No, I'm pretty sure, um, you know what, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what the fuck his situation is, but... What's fair? Yeah. That's fucked up. You got another one for me? Um, Yeah, did you see the thing about Ford, that their trucks are going to be able to uh, repossess themselves? I think they're going to say reproduce themselves. Let me re-say that whole shit. The trucks are fucking... Let me re-say that whole shit. <laughs> Hang on. I got to pretend like I didn't say anything to you, Ari. Did you see that? T- <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> now I got to pretend like you didn't just say something to me, too. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, did you see that Ford had filed a patent where their trucks will repossess themselves? Why can I say that word? Repossess. repossess. Jesus. Because we don't like that kind of energy and that kind of talk. We don't like here. that no. energy. I played Money Trees at the beginning of this because I'm trying to, you know, firm some money for us. And I feel you. So we're not getting repossessed in 2023. That's a fact. I think the idea. Well, I don't want to say it's a fact. <laughs> the idea that a car can just kind of just drive away. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. Nice so it. basically because they're, they'd be automated, right? They will be electric with a lot of technology. I wouldn't necessarily say automated. Imagine you you see some lights out your window at like 3 o'clock in the morning. You look out and your fucking truck's just driving away, dude. Dude. So oh, was, you didn't make your payments for four months, asshole. It just takes off. I was thinking further. I was thinking like, what if you put your kids in the car and you go run inside real fast <laughs> and you come out and you're just gone? Damn, that would be crazy. Like, does four get in trouble for driving off with yeah, your kids? Yeah, that's kidnapping. 
Well, we know that corporations don't get in trouble, so. Corporations, yeah. They get levy or fines and all that bullshit, but they never do they ever really get in trouble. Arco spilled all that shit into the ocean. They're still up and running, or BP or whatever it was. But think about it. So there has to be some type of uh, interior, like, visual monitoring because you know how you put, like, shit on your seat? Yeah. And sometimes it'll, like, trigger the seatbelt light or whatever. Right. Um, is the car not going to go because it's registering there's a person on the seat, even though it's, like, hella books or something? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or is the car going to drive off with a kid in it thinking that, oh, he just got hella shit on the seat? Yeah. Like, this ain't a person. You know what I mean? Man, I thought it was trippy when the cars wouldn't even uh, turn on if you, uh, was it, t- you had to turn your radio off or something in order to turn your car on? Hmm. There used to be this thing like the cars wouldn't turn on unless you did something like lowered your radio down to a certain level. Or bro, did you have a blow and go? <laughs> no, 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 I've never gotten a DUI. Thank God. You know what's crazy? Thank, uh, thank, thank you, God. I that. know. Uh, <laughs> I got. I've known a lot of people who had blow and goes. Yeah. Right? And I remember one of the latest ones that I've seen, and it caught me off guard because the dude had to hum. He had a hum. Like, is apparently, it, there's, like, a... I have so many questions. So, you can't cheat it. Like, you have to... There's an audible uh, recognition attached to it. So, you have to blow and hum. So, <laughs> did he have to, like... Was there a particular song that they made him hum? Like, now I'm interested. No, I'm... He just blew the thing and hummed. And I was dying, bro. Like, you know the person. Yeah. I'll tell you after. Okay. But... He, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that is... Wait, so you saw him do this? Yeah, man. Oh, I was like, that's God. fucking He or crazy. she. He or she. We don't know. It's a he. I don't okay, know. all right, all right. He's not going to say his name, but... Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Seatbelt. That's what it was. They it wouldn't allow you to turn the car on unless your seatbelt was already plugged in. It's not like some Volvo shit. Oh, probably. It's got to yeah. be Volvo. Uh, Volvo on that. On that safety shit. Yeah, on that safety too. Safety. <laughs> you ever see that clip of the people from like the 80s? I think it was the 80s, 70s or 80s when um, drinking and driving became illegal. <laughs> and then there's a person who was like interviewing all these people that were driving and they're like, yeah, man, it's fucking stupid. I want to get off work and I just want to have some beers. That's so crazy. Yeah, and they were about that. pissed, bro. They well, were you know, pissed. You know, in Texas, they have like drive through liquor things you can go to. They well, d- drive up, get a drink, and then drive off. It's like. <laughs> How do they stop DUIs from this? In Texas, as long as you have that top piece of paper over the straw, that's it's what not it an is. Open container. <laughs> Swear, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, honestly, that I think that's what it is. Uh. I mean, I frequent Texas a lot. I don't really remember, but I do know that they have those drive-through ones. I'm like, that seems really dangerous. Interesting. But that'd I mean, be cool if I'm on my way home. I was like, damn, I need a fifth. I'm just gonna slide through here real quick. I don't gotta get out of the car. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't drink it in the car. I'm right, just saying, right. you know, obviously at home. They have um, they have some of those smoke spots. Like back in the day, we used to like drive through and get like sweets and stuff. Oh, you mean like uh, like the ones the that come in here from Federal Way, Federal like the Way. Baby Zacks? They got one also at in Lacey. They sell like cigarettes and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say that was cool. They hella sold underage, like to underage. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Not yeah. the particular one that we just of named. Of course not. No, they, no, no, you know. no, they didn't. No. Um, did you see that? AMC is considering charging based on your seat. Yeah. Fuck out of here, man. I'm going to Regal. That's weird, though, because it's like, who is benefiting from that and who is not? You know, like, let's say that I don't have a lot of money. Yeah. And I'm trying to take my kids to see a movie. Like, yeah. Now we're punished. Don't let it be Ant-Man. Is it not good? I don't know. 
right. Go back and do the Marvel thing this episode. But it's like now I'm getting punished because I want to take my kids to see a movie when it used to be, you know, 20 bucks a person. Bro, we grew, up, we, we grew up on the $2 movie theater. Right. Oh, that's long gone, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like shit. that With whole idea. I don't, even really, I don't even know how they sustained the business model from there. Selling fucking gobstoppers. Yeah, and the uh, <laughs> dollar hot dogs. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, no, I think that's, I don't know. That just seems like. They're going to alienate people without money. And uh, especially at a time when cinema is not doing so well, you know, because there's so many streaming sites. Mm. Like, they, they, uh, I can't remember, I think it was Steven Spielberg told Tom Cruise that he saved cinema with uh, Top Gun, the new one, because mm. people weren't interested in going to the movies, and then they put that out, and that got people going back to the movies. I mean... I wouldn't say it got people going back to the movies. I, I, I mean, I saw it in theaters, but I didn't do it because I thought cinema was dying. If I could have watched it at home, I probably would have watched it at home. It was a good movie, and I watched it at home. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, I liked it. Um, but also, I don't feel like we there is blockbuster movies that are coming out, but there hasn't been one in a long time where I'm like, oh, that's the one. Avatar for me, and I still ain't seen it, bro. Oh. Well, I yeah. still haven't seen it. That should be going on Disney Plus or some shit soon, It's right? gonna, and I'm... I'm gonna watch it at home and be like, damn, I should have watched this in the movie theater. <laughs> I will say though, I saw Creed three in IMAX. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was I, it was just it. it was just a cool movie. It wasn't like great. It wasn't bad. It was just cool. This is no shade, but I mean, I don't know how much more you can do with that movie. And that's my thing is like, there's only so many directions you can go with it. Yeah, either he gonna win or he gonna lose. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know it's gonna be that they want to make the. A hero part of it, so of course he's gonna win. Right. So I mean, no, he didn't. Uh, yeah. uh, uh. I will say though, Jonathan Majors, the guy, the guy that plays the villain in that, and also plays the villain in uh, the new Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a star. Too, huh? He's a star, bro. Interesting. He is a star. I would, I would think that he's probably gonna be the next it person. Okay. That's like for sure. He had two number one movies in back to back weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I think that's what deal. it was back to back weeks or twice in a month. Um, he he he's also an oh yeah I've never seen Lovecraft Country but I've heard good things about that, and then I never saw The Harder They Fall. Oh, he was in Loki too. Yeah, he was. Well, he's Kang in the Marvel movies, which I know you guys don't know anything about. Oh, I don't know Tor if you're in the Marvel movies, but yeah, he was the bad guy, and he's gonna be the the bad guy. He's gonna be the Thanos in this this part of it. Okay. That picture of him with the coffee cups, Grace. <laughs> yeah. Good for him, though. Uh, okay, um, to go back to the doomsday. Yeah. Humans nearly went extinct about 70,000 years ago when the total population dropped down to only a few thousand people. I wonder what event caused that. Maybe like the plague? Man, so actually, I watched a video recently and it was talking about um, polar, no, the magnetic pole switching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, this happened. Six times is what they can can like is what they think. Yeah, and we were supposed to be due for it to happen again in like early two thousands or whatever. And um, when this happens, the Earth essentially flips ninety degrees. And when the Earth switches ninety degrees, it stops. But like everything else keeps going, like the wind, mm-hmm. currents, and everything. So it creates like this crazy disaster and just. Covers. So the world, st- the Earth stops spinning, but everything still keeps going. Exactly. Oh, so it creates like crazy tsunamis that cover everything. So in the, they're talking about how there was, um, there was probably a, uh, 
How can I talk right now? A continent in the Atlantic Ocean that got covered completely. Because everything just floats around. So there's something there's two layers of uh, magma, mm-hmm. I guess, in our Earth. Like okay, the, get your build high on, dog. You know, you got the core, <laughs> and then we got this thin layer right underneath the crust. And all of the continents just float on the fucking crust. Yeah. Like, to us, we don't fucking notice it. You know what I mean? No. But, man, I got shit to do, man. I got a job to go to. You think I'm see, worried about the crust? That's the shit that keeps... So if the Earth stops moving... The liquid magma is gonna keep fucking going, so yeah. like the continent is just gonna fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. No, I know what you mean. But they were saying that like there's so many continents that probably got covered with mud. Yeah. Like just straight up mud because the whole Earth got shaken around like a fucking snow, snow globe. globe. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, science is so fucking cool, man. But to go back and to what terrifying. you're saying, like yeah, I mean I believe that that shit happened. I believe that that shit could happen I mean we're just fucking ants on this globe bro you know yeah I mean? maybe we're the real aliens here maybe we came from another place and said we need a new place to inhabit because we fucked up the other one I wouldn't be surprised they were talking about um, ancient humans colonized Mars before uh, maybe that's Fuck why it that's why Can't Elon wants to nuke Mars he wants to nuke Mars he always wears a shirt that says nuke Mars on it does he really I was like damn what did Mars do to you do you think he Mars is Elon's ops come what? on man isn't there a, a theory about um, creating an atmosphere by some by doing something like that? Oh, maybe that that could be it. It's called terraforming. Yeah, but isn't it with like he was talking about with bombs or something? I feel like I've heard this somewhere. Maybe I'm speaking up my ass, but that sounds I don't know. Man, I got these Jolly Rancher jelly beans at home. I'm craving so hard right now. That is the most random thought. <laughs> they're so bomb, though. Like, damn, they're bomb. Yeah, for, uh, for your teeth? I don't give a fuck. My teeth are great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, oh, we have action. It fucks all the formatting up, but you can at least read it. So that's where the money goes, is the formatting, huh? <laughs> well, I honestly prefer this because I hate when I'm scrolling and reading an article and then the little pop-up covers all the words and you have to X, hit the X and then Bro. you don't accidentally hit the X and then it opens up another fucking window. Do you Bro. know how often I use <gasps> uh, read mode for pages? Like, I almost oh. never look at the regular page. Damn, I didn't even think of that. Because it pulls up pictures and it slows down your shit and it's like, bro. Yeah. I already don't like this theory because the um, <laughs> the often dismissed theory about life coming from Mars is called panspermia. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm out. Yeah, panspermia. I think I got that in the 80s. Damn. I hella want to say a joke, but I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> say it, we'll cut it. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> or will we? All right, you want to uh, get into some shit? Yeah, you want to? What do you want to start with? You want to talk about the dating scene? Let's do it. I'm very curious these days. Let's do it. So, so, so you kick us off. What do you What do you want to know? You are single and ready to mingle. Uh, single, yes. I don't know. I mean, casually mingle, I guess. What does the dating scene look like these days? I, I honestly wouldn't even know. I haven't dated in a long time, and honestly, I don't. I deleted all the dating apps off my phone. So I ask that because. I have a few single friends in their 30s, mm-hmm. and they talk about how trash it is to try to find someone now. Yeah. And I'm very curious why. Because it seems like everyone I talk to seem like good people. Mm-hmm. Seem like you guys all share the same issue. And I'm not saying y'all because I don't really, <laughs> I haven't even talked to you about this shit. You yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> but it seems like they all have the same issue where it's like, oh, these people are too flaky or I haven't found someone that's not out here trying to be in the streets and shit like that. But I'm like, I know hella people that aren't. Yeah. So what is what is the issue? I think uh, at least with the 30-year-old age group is now, I think like in your 20s, right, you just date a whole bunch of people because you're trying to figure out like what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. I think 30s is where you hone in and say, man, I don't have five or six more talking phases in me. Like, I don't want to waste my time anymore on something that might go away in six months. Like, if it if this doesn't seem like it has potential to go long-term, I really don't want to waste my time because, especially after the age of 30, we don't have a lot of time. You know, we got work, we got all these things going on, and I don't Oh, want- you're talking about in the day, not in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow, right, right, right. which I would, I, you know, I'd like to live like that just because it would make me you know, want to be, I don't know, just like pursue life more. But right. that aside, yeah, we, a lot of us don't have time. And I don't want to waste somebody's time or somebody to waste my time for six months, seven months, a year or whatever. And then nothing materializes out of it. But see, that's the thing, man. Like, it seems like that's everyone's mentality in this group. Oh, for sure. So it's like, none of y'all want to waste each other's time. So whose time is being wasted, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think that's why a lot of people end up just in, like, flings and stuff. Like, I don't think... Wait, okay. Everyone that I talk to doesn't want their time wasted. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's a group of people that don't want their time wasted. I don't know how these people haven't ran into each other. That's the thing. I don't know where you find... Like, I would love to find somebody else that shares that same... Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think the majority of people in our age group aren't ready to, like, be in it for the long haul with somebody? Do you think everyone's out here trying to... That are not already? That aren't already, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, like, the point I'm at is, like, I'm making more money than I've ever made. Like, I'm able to do more things than I've ever been able to do. Right. So... I want to go experience those things before I settle down. Or if I could find a woman that could fit into that and likes mm. those same things, that would be wonderful. But it's hard to find that. Like, I don't know where to find. I don't know if there's some kind of, like, social club out there. Mm. Because Hinge and Tinder and all those, they're not – I don't view them as a long-haul app, like a, a, a app where people are looking for something long-term. You know, except, you know, you have a few exceptions. Like, we have a, f- a friend who met his wife through a dating app. Who would have thought? Yeah. Crazy circumstances. So, sometimes it works out, but that's one success story out of how many, you know? Right. I guess I'm still perplexed because if I see someone who is single and mid-30s, mm-hmm. I am assuming... It's them. I'm assuming that you want to be with somebody. I'm assuming that you are ready to be with somebody. Yeah. I'm assuming, especially if it's a woman, you're even more eager to make that work, to have a kid. Yeah, biological clock. Which I know that nowadays the idea is a little different. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know some single women who want kids. And... It's just like, I don't understand how you're single. Like, is there like, are y'all crazy? And I don't know. Could be. Are you guys crazy? Could be. And maybe you just want somebody that matches your crazy. I just feel like there's so many single people that fit the criteria of what these single people want. Mm -hmm. 
Like you guys all Yo, fit each other's to, criteria. Point me to these ladies. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll toss you some alley-oops. You know, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'll catch him. I got you. Uh, no, like I, one of the things I've like we talked about with the New Year's resolutions, being intentional about everything. So that includes going into relationships too. Like I want to be intentional. Like I know at this age, pretty much what I'm looking for out of a partner. Right? Can I stop you? Yeah. I know this though. Yeah. I know this about all of you. <laughs> Like, I know this. Yeah. So I'm just confused, like, how this... I don't get how people are single Mm -hmm. these days. Like, that's why I want to know, like, what is the scene like? Like, how how do you guys interact? Because I know so many... I won't say so many. I know people that are single, that are great people, and I don't get it because I know that you guys would be great for a person. I know that... You guys are ready for a person. I know that you guys want a person that would fit your situation. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find that fit, though. And everybody's fit is different. Why is it hard? Like, what? what is the hard part? Like, it's hard to find single people? I think it just... To be, go ahead. Go ahead. When was the last time you met a woman in her mid-30s that was single that you, I don't know, talked to potentially dating uh, it's been like maybe six months and what was the issue like why didn't that work i just wasn't i don't know maybe it was a me thing but i just wasn't feeling the energy okay so and i know that seems like such a cop-out to say like i wasn't feeling the energy but it's just like it's not a cop-out there was no like it just it i don't know it the piece didn't fit so i to mean speak. i understand that you guys are all going to mesh mm-hmm. and that's that makes sense like, if you guys just don't work, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do not know how to articulate a better question to, like, really get to the thing I'm looking to for. The, to the meat and potatoes? Yeah. What, um, let's see. Where do you think these ideal women for your situation would be? If I do, that's like a treasure map. I, if I had the treasure map, I'd go look it, but I don't know. But my thing too is, especially lately, mm-hmm. with the traveling and stuff, one of the reasons why I really like traveling solo is because when I go places, it forces me to interact with people I wouldn't normally interact with. Mm-hmm. So maybe in those interactions, I find something that's worth like pursuing. You know what I mean? Because I feel like like going out and going to the club, right? You're in the same city for, you know, we've been here our whole entire lives. Like, that, that is dried up to me. I don't think that that's, I think that's a cop-out. I honestly think that's a cop-out. What, what, how so? I think it's a cop-out when someone says, I don't think, I don't think uh, the people in Seattle are for me. No, no, I'm not saying that the people in Seattle, I'm just saying, like, there's a certain scene where you would find these people like find somebody like a bar scene or something like that like that's where I feel like that's where people think that they are going to meet somebody that they're going to be with you know what I mean like that's like okay you need to be going out and putting yourself out there and that's how you'll find the person but I don't think the the bar scene or the club scene is necessarily going to get you that person so what scene do you think I think it just it just has has to happen naturally like you don't you don't know you might have a strike up a conversation with somebody while you're waiting in line for coffee, you know, something like that. Like it's, 
it's the the bar uh, the bar and the club seem very, very forced like interaction. You know, I mean, everybody's coming here to blow off steam. The chances of this actually becoming something greater than just like a one night or a couple weeks thing or a couple months thing. But I think that 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 is an age issue when it comes to that particular location. That is true. Because yeah, I mean, if you got, I'm too old for that shit, man. If you got guys and girls in their mid twenties. And I'm going back on the girl side. Mm. Like, she got time to fuck around. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, it makes sense that you're not going to find mid-30s people kicking it at a bar with mid-20s people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely don't want to... One of the reasons why I don't really go out like that anymore, like, at to clubs and stuff, like, if I go out now, it's like dinners and going to a bar. I don't go to clubs and that because I look at these people and y'all are still in college. I think you need a wingman, bro. Could be. Then you need a better one. <laughs> That's I'm that guy. Oh, yeah? Bro, Let's I'll do it. Pull you hella hoes, bro. Oh, well, I'm well, not trying to, try to pull hoes. But we do turn hoes to housewives. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yo, you got to clean this I don't. up. You got to clean this up, man. You got to clean this up. <laughs> I find housewives for housewives. Jesus Christ. All right. Scratch that. No, shit we out. love a, 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 a wonderful working woman that wants to be independent and 100%. in a relationship. 100%. We can find those. (laughs) No, man, I honestly just think that um, I just want what the universe wants for me. And I think that when the time comes, Mm. it'll happen. My uncle didn't get married until he was in his 40s. And now he's Mm. the happiest he's ever been. I mean, don't necessarily have to get married. But I mean, found the person that he was looking for. Or I don't know if he was necessarily looking for her, but Mm. he found the person that fit the the puzzle. The piece that fit. Do you think that our culture kind of makes the idea of not being monogamous cool? For sure. Do you think that 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 helps a lot of people, um, for lack of a better term, procrastinate being with somebody? Because there's so much now. We Like Instagram is a perfect example. It's a buffet. Mm-hmm. It's literally a buffet. Oh, I want to see a, a Spanish girl. I want to see. Do you slide in people's DMs? I mean, I have. I haven't. I don't know. Hmm, let me think. I don't think I have in a while. I can see that. I mean, like, you know, I might, you know, like a story here and there or something. You know, maybe like a little casual flirting. But I mean, I, I'm not like in there like, hey, what's happening? You know. You don't have to pass me the phone one day, bro. I want you go through my DMs. I'm not gonna go through this <laughs> shit. We're gonna start new shit. Oh, oh, you mean you're gonna speak on my behalf? We're just gonna we're just gonna crack some doors open. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna. I'm I'm just I want you to I want you to be happy, bro. I, I am I, happy. Hey, what I, you okay, I'm not gonna say you're okay. not happy. Let me say one thing about right now in my life. Yeah, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in my life, and I I sense that because. Work is going good mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, it's about to get a lot more stressful, mm-hmm. but work's going good. Oh, you lie. I could travel, <laughs> well, depending on how things right, shake right, out. Right, right. Work's going good. My family is good. My grandma just turned 80. My mom is in an amazing place in her life. All my family's doing really well. All my friends are in a good place in life. Like, I feel like I'm in a good place in life. I'm starting to make like money and do things I've never got to do before travel, go places. Like, every man, life is beautiful, bro. I'm humbled. I'm humbled and I'm extremely grateful. For sure. But it would be nice to have somebody that could fit in there and add that part of it too, because that's a whole nother side of happiness. I just I know, I don't have right now. I know you, mm-hmm. and I can see how much that would build you. Certified lover boy. 
For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Damn, did we just have like a therapy session here? A little bit. Yeah. We might need to like uh, Photoshop some glasses on you. Maybe like a backdrop could be like a couch. I crossed my leg oh, on purpose. Actually, this is not a good <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's so funny. <laughs> nice little desk right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anywho. You want to get to this, uh, where words come from? Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that one or you want to do irrational fear? So I didn't really have anything on the words one, but okay. I had a couple questions. I, I had a couple of origins of words, and then I had a comment that somebody left on our uh, YouTube about where the word fuck came from. And no, it's good. It's good. It's solid information. All right. I don't know if it's real. I know how some comments be sometimes. Yeah. Like, all right, go ahead. Okay, so some of these were... Okay, we'll start off with the, the fuck one. So <laughs> uh, last time on the podcast, we had talked about the word fuck and where it came from. Right. And this guy commented on it and said, I have the answer to the or, or I have the answer of the origin of fuck, okay. if you're interested. You, I'm not. You're just like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just shut the phone. Uh, it used to be that the king had to perform all of the... Mar- all of the marriages, but he only had so much time. So it could take around 10 years for him to finally get to your marriage. Oh, so he had he had to be like the... Um, like a fishing or whatever? Yeah, a fishing. There you go. So he used to issue a certificate called a fornication under consent of the king, which got shortened to fuck. People <laughs> used to joke, nah, they're just fucking around, and it became a popular word we still use today. The version we use today has become pretty much devoid of meaning. It can be fuck, fucking, and fucker, and each one has several uses as well. It can be a noun, a verb, etc., an explanatory, an insult, and a descriptor. It no longer contains the original meaning. And that was from our friend Wobber, Wobbert, (laughs) Robert Whitaker. That's hella funny. Um... So thank you, Robert, for that explanation. I don't know if any of that is true. I ain't buying it. <laughs> I ain't buying it, bro. Nah, somebody stubbed their toe and said fuck. too much energy behind that word for it to be an acronym. Like, That's, what true. The fuck? That's true. That's true. Hold on, let me, get, let me see where I had some other ones. Um, the word shit. Yeah. We have Old English to thank for one of the most commonly used swear words in the United States. Old English words such as shit, shite, I don't know how to say this, S-C-I-T-E, which meant dung, shite, which was... S-C-I-T-T-E, which meant diarrhea, and shaitan, which meant to defecate, all rooted in Proto-Germanic... I don't know what that says. Uh, Yeah, so basically shit came from words from other countries that meant to defecate or poop. Where did did those words come from? I guess I just want to know why we group these words, because we have a lot of words for poop. That's true. We have a lot of words... For fuck that we can interchange with fuck. Yeah. But yet we want to group that. Like damn. I mean, I kinda get damn. Yeah. Like you're damning somebody. Yeah. You know I mean, that that was on the curse side. Do you yeah. think though that a lot of times we use curse words as just crutch words? So if we can't really think of a, a descriptive word, we might just use like fuck. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. All day. It's yeah, very colorful. Add a little splash of a little, sp- a little splash of fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little splash. But I still don't know why there's 10 forbidden words or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's what I want to know. You like, know what's crazy is do you remember when we were kids, it was like really bad to cuss in public, even for adults. Mm-hmm. Bro, I went to Dave & Buster's like two weeks ago with my cousin. They were letting F-bombs, pussies, all kinds of things fly <laughs> around these kids. I'm like, these kids are over here talking about, I'm going to shoot the ops. And then you got their dads over there calling each other pussies and stuff. Like, damn. Do you want to know the first what time I got in on? trouble? At, at school, I went to the principal's office. Uh-huh. 
I I said ass. Ooh. And I got snitched on. Damn. You know who snitched on you? Yeah. To his dad? name was Xander. That sounds like a snitch name. Fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, and it was a private school. A okay. Christian school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they took yeah, it to yeah, the yeah. next level. I, um, you want to know the second time I went to the principal's office? I do. I threw a rock at my crush's head. And then... At your whose head? My crush. Damn, busted her ass, bro. That's one way to that's Hell one way to tell her you caveman like her. style. You know what I mean? I'm about to drag her back to my cave. You know what I mean? Consensually. <laughs> so we, might need to, we might need to cut that because that's that is wild. I was in second grade. Give me a break. Anyway, I didn't know how to express my feelings at the time. I was like, take this. <laughs> um, take this bitch. Yeah, you know what's crazy, bro? Um, looking back on it now, so the principal spanked me with a paddle. Called, oh, the, called the Rod of Correction. <laughs> Yo, I have so many questions. Isn't that crazy? The Rod of Correction. Yeah. The principal spanking kids. Yeah. You can't even like put a finger on a kid these days without... I, I feel like you can't even say words these yeah. days. <clears throat> That's crazy. I never... I went to... I didn't go to Catholic school growing up, but I did go to Catholic like um, outside of school. In Catholicism, you have to get like confirmed and all this so you can receive the blood and bread of Christ. All the stuff, right? You know, the rituals. Yeah, you know, pretty yeah. much. Um, but they never did no wild shit like that. I did get in trouble one time, the though. Catholic school? Didn't do no wild shit like spanking kids? Not at my Catholic school. I'm about school. to say, bro. Like, not at my you're Catholic school. talking about some wild shit the Catholic church did. I remember, though, I did get in trouble one year in Catholic school because we had one of those lock-ins, you know, where they do the whole overnight, you bring your sleeping bag, mm-hmm. and they have, like, movies and shit. And I had my Walkman at the time. Yes, this is going to age me. Mm-hmm. Had the Walkman, and it... I had a burned copy from Shane of Get Rich or Die Trying. Hell yeah. And I fucking left it at the church and they found it and told my grandma. That's hella Bro, funny. I got in so much trouble. She's like, what is Get Rich or Die Trying? And she goes, put it in and I want to hear what it what it sounds like. As soon as the fucking 50 Bro. cent piece hits the I ground was, and rolls. <laughs> I was fucking, I was, in, I was, I think on punishment for like three weeks after that. Really? More chores. Couldn't go outside. I had, um, it's funny you bring that up about getting in trouble for music. I had this is when Ashanti first came out, and I had a she's mix. still fine as fuck, too. bro. She crazy. Anyway, respectfully, um, of course. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, she uh, she had her album come out, and there was a song on there, and it was a remix of Biggie. Is it the one where she's doing like this on the cover? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she got the little. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. Um, oh. and we were painting my room. And I put on the mix CD because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, you know, play my shit. Yeah. You know I mean? And that song came on and um, Biggie's part came on. He's talking about, like, finger fucking her in the park and shit. <laughs> yeah, and did, my yeah, dad's yeah. like, turn this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and uh, now that you bring up Biggie, too, rest in peace to Biggie because today is the anniversary of his passing. It's also my great-grandfather's birthday, so rest in peace to my great-grandfather. Both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, see, March 9th, date of assassination. Damn, using the word assassination is so crazy, but it really was like an assassination. Mm-hmm. I thought you had to be yeah. a politician for that word to be in effect. What? It seems like the, the person that I've seen, like, or the people that I've seen that most contributed to is somebody in the political spectrum. The action of assassinating somebody. Thank you for that. Oh, especially a prominent person. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I would I would definitely say that uh, Biggie was a prominent person. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you yeah, want to touch on the irrational 
personal fear? Hell yeah, I've got a good one for this one. I had to think of what an irrational fear was for me, but this one is scares the shit out of me. Really? Yeah. Do you want to go first? You want me to? Okay, so yeah, we're going to discuss our biggest personal irrational fear. So I don't know if this is my biggest one, but this is the one I could think of in the moment. Not in the moment, last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sending a message to the wrong person or CCing someone on an email that shouldn't be included on that email. Definitely sending a message to the wrong person is tough because you got the person in your mind. Yeah. And I've done it before. I did it before too, but it was definitely like a rookie cell phone owner mistake. Like yeah. it was early in my cell phone days. Okay. I mean, I haven't done, yeah, yeah. This was, it's been over a decade. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, I've cleaned it up now, but yeah. I've 100% had a person in mind was texting somebody else and then talking shit about the person. And then accidentally sent it to them and been like, oops, just kidding. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. I've been there, sending a screenshot to the person on accident. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But also, I get really freaked out that I'm going to like be sending a work email, and they're like, don't make sure that these people are on this because this is information that's mm-hmm. not they're not supposed to see, and then accidentally sending it to those people, and then everything blowing up in my face. And you like triple check it. You're like, yep, I got their names on the email. Bro, We're good. You know how many times <laughs> I've gone and made sure, like I literally click all the names. Cause sometimes you'll, one, you'll hit forward on an email, right? Or a reply all. Yeah. And then you'll have to take out some of the names. Right. Because you don't want to start a whole new email. Right. Sometimes I'm like, shit, did I take that name out? Are you saying something bad? Or it's just like, a proprietary it's just like information type shit. Both. Like, okay. you never know. Like, it could be a circumstance where there's like, okay, you need to take this person off because we're going to discuss something that... Got it. You know, yeah, so... Okay, okay. So, yeah, so I get that, like, pit feeling in my stomach. I'm like, oh, I really hope that email went to the right place. Or yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. My... Do you want to mind? Yes. This is extremely No, irrational. next topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is extremely irrational. I am afraid to die and not know I died. Is that an irrational fear, though? I feel like it is because why the fuck does that matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think about that often. Like, why do I care? I almost feel like I want to know that I'm just not here. Yeah. But if you believe in, like, afterlife and purgatory and all that, wouldn't do you, would you think that you would know that? I don't know. Well, you wouldn't even know if you knew or not. Because if, if you just cease to exist, you wouldn't know that you... That's a fear. That's scary. That is scary. That's a scary Like thing. people that die in their sleep? Yeah. Yeah. How do you wake up dead? You know what I mean? Well, you don't wake up. <laughs> You're just dead. You remember that, uh, what was it, Scary Movie 3, I think? And it was uh, Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson. No, yeah, I probably didn't watch it then. They were talking about going to bed dead. How you go to bed dead? You can't go to bed dead. Wait up, man. I heard Jamal from 90th Street. He watched that tape last week. And this morning, he woke up dead. No. How the hell do you wake up dead? Because you're alive when you go to sleep. Wait, just tell me you can So you telling me. me that you can go to bed dead and wake up alive? You can't go to bed dead, man. That shit would be redundant. Just tell me No, who? it wouldn't. Because you can go to bed and not be dead, and you can die but not be in a bed. But you are in a bed, man. That's how you wake up dead in the first place, fool. Damn! That's some quantum shit right there, man. What are you talking about? You should be teaching classes. You stay dropping out. Just tell me who can help Damn. me. I don't remember that. Damn. I'll I will clear. say, though, that uh, that new Scream movie looks fire. Scream? Yeah, they're making a Scream 6 or some shit. That movie looks fire. Really? Yeah, I saw the preview before Creed. I was like, oh, yeah, count me in on this. I don't even like movies like that. Huh. I was like, I'm in on this. This looks good. Let's check that out. It looks good. What was another preview that I saw that was cool? Oh, they had the new Fast and Furious, but... 
It should have been Fast X, but... No, it should have been Fast 10-Year Seatbelt. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers, you missed a perfect promo opportunity. That's... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have any other irrational fears? That is it, bro. I That's think like most my of my fears one. are pretty rational. Like, I don't fuck yeah. with snakes. Don't fuck with spiders. Why? That's irrational. So spiders? If you saw a spider in the house, like Tay's like that. I'm like, bro, bro I don't want that shit crawling on me. You can smash that. Okay, on you? Yeah, I get that. I don't oh, want yeah, it crawling yeah, on me yeah, either. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just, not going to freak out because there's a spider on the ceiling. I mean, depending on how big that spider is, I might. No, doesn't matter. It might, it might shake me a little bit. No, it doesn't matter. Because like, I know that motherfucker's got some friends hanging out somewhere. Nothing too. about that scary. What about snakes? You fuck snakes? I don't care. Nah. Like, they don't scare nah, me. Nah. I. I saw a thing. It was, uh, I think 50 Cent said it, and he said, uh, fear oh. is optional. <laughs> not for, for me. Danger for is real. Nah. So it's like. I don't even walk down the snake aisle at that point. You could choose to be afraid of the bear or not, but it, the danger is real as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Choice is yours, player. I suppose. I still won't walk down the snake aisle. Yeah, that, that's an irrational fear. That right shit, there. that shit gives me just the creeps. That's the definition of irrational fear. Oh, because for sure. they're, they can't touch you at all, and you're afraid of it. So I guess that the email wouldn't actually fall under no actual threat because if you do send that email off, that's a, that could be a threat, right? Yeah. So you got yours backwards. You said the snakes are not an, ir- an irrational fear, mm-hmm. and they are, in fact, an irrational fear. The email is in no, fact, but, a real fear. But snakes can be an irrational fear when. Or they can no, be ra- irrational, irrational fear, at times. But yeah. the context that you gave in the pet oh, story. Oh yeah, in the pet story. Yeah. Well, what if that motherfucker gets out? It's not. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. All right, man. I don't know. I'd rather not take the chance. That's why I go hang down the the, the fucking like the goldfish eye. Yeah. With some homies that you know, I know they can't eat me. All right, man. Like, like you ever see the video? It was going around on social media. But they like they, you could see like one snake in the roof, and they're like poking the roof, and then and all of a sudden like five out. of them fall out. Yeah, fuck no, man. That still wouldn't really scare me though. Or there's another one that I saw. There was a lady that was like a snake owner, and she noticed that her snake wasn't eating for a couple weeks. And didn't swallow her ass. No, it didn't swallow her ass. But she took it to the vet and was like, "Hey, I'm worried about my snake. It hasn't been eating." And it was like, "Yeah, it's preparing to eat you." Yeah, like it would like size itself up next to her. Yeah. Nah, man. Yeah. Nah. Actually, Tor, you, do you have you had a pet snake or anything? Hell no. Yeah. See, I have a chameleon. Yeah, right. which is fire. Um, looked into. Isn't it the same Bob? Sh- his name's Senor. Senor. Well, we actually changed his name to Chameleonaire as of a couple days ago. <laughs> Damn, uh, does he know that? The artist formerly known as Senor. Uh, but I looked into because he just hasn't been happy. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel bad. Like, I don't know how to make him happy because he doesn't express smiling. Or, or maybe you should get, maybe you should help him with his DMs and maybe you can find him a partner. Apparently, they're very solitary. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we share that same characteristic. Maybe. But yeah, I learned a lot about them. And apparently, reptiles don't show empathy. Okay. They do not have empathy, but um, like if you have like a bigger reptile, like a crocodile or something like that. <laughs> It will, it will learn to trust you and limit its aggression towards you. I'll never trust that. He, they might trust me. I don't trust it. Yeah, you shouldn't. It's a wild animal. Yeah, that could kill you. Yeah, why the fuck, <laughs> first off, why would you have a crocodile? That's a good question. 
I mean, I can see like rich people trying to flex, be like, oh, I got a pond out there with like a couple crocodiles nah. in it, but. I would never Florida man shit Yeah exactly No your kid goes out there one day You don't know that that Your kid got out And then all of a sudden It's fucking eaten by the Bro my first thought If you got a tiger Or crocodile Or a lion Anything like that Of that magnitude On Mm -hmm. your property You have real enemies And that's your garbage disposal Like that's (laughs) my first thought You just like make a moat Around your house With alligators in it No like you kill someone Like I ain't gotta bury shit Oh, that's a very dark uh, thought, but sure. Yeah, oh, speaking of that, you know Carol Baskins, they found his, her husband? I never got invested in any of that story. So I didn't I really... either, but you can't not know what's going on. All by I how know, much they like, all I know is Carol shit. Baskins and Duke was like sleeping with young dudes or something. That's all I know about that. That's, that's what it was, right? Wasn't he sleeping with Duke? like... I didn't know that, but that's gross. You're talking about yeah. Tiger King? Yeah, wasn't he like... Oh, yeah, he had a young boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's gay. Like, I mean... <laughs> He's a gay dude that's fucking younger dudes that he can pull. And he apparently likes tigers. Like, that's all I know. I don't know any of the story. I know the name Carol Baskins. I don't really know anything about her, but they found her alive? No, they found her husband. Wh- who supposedly died in the original Tiger King, right? Who, or, like, they assumed she killed and gave to tigers. Oh, yeah, they, they were saying that she fed him. To, so what was it all just for entertainment? I don't know. Netflix spicing it up? Probably. Oh, like the liver king. Yeah. You saw that shit with the Liver King? He's natty, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I look like, and I'm natural. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Primals! Uh, that's just crazy. Okay, you want to get on to this uh, creepy shit? Yeah. Where did I have... Did I... This, 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 this is a no structure podcast. <laughs> this is the most structureless podcast in the world. Oh, it always cracks me up. Okay, so we are going to talk about this Rugrats conspiracy today. So, the cartoon. Yes. There, yeah, for people that don't know, because there might be some younger people that watch this, there was a cartoon in the 90s, right? Yeah. Had all these little kids on it, some parents. It was very Nickelodeon. It was Nickelodeon. Uh-huh. Very, you know, the Nickelodeon type of show. So there apparently is a dark history to this show, which has been talked about on... Uh, I got this off of Creepypasta. <laughs> okay. It says Creepypasta Wiki. So, according to this, uh-huh. the Rugrats were a figment of Angelica's imagination. Uh-huh. Can we pull up a picture of Angelica real quick? Because it'll make more sense when I start talking about this. Angelica. <clears throat> okay, so this is Angelica, right? Mm-hmm. Seems harmless, right? According to this theory, Chucky died a long time ago along with his mother. That's why Chaz, who was his dad, uh-huh. is was always a nervous wreck. Huh. Tommy Pickles, mm-hmm. my guy, was a stillborn. That's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys for the son who never had the chance to live. Hmm. Oh, it gets darker. Okay. The DeVilles? I don't know. I don't remember who the DeVilles were. Is that the twins? Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, Phil yeah. and Lil. Phil and Lil. The DeVilles had an abortion. Angelica couldn't figure out whether it would be a boy or girl, thus creating the twins. Mm. Oh, it gets even creepier. As for all grown up. It's crazy that she was like a for real like feminist before. I'm assuming because oh, she is this a mom. Yeah, because she has the, the woman sign on her. Oh, shirt. yeah. Because she's not a lesbian. Well. Who knows? <laughs> I, uh, apparently, with this back history, who like who knows what any of this shit was? That's true. I mean, she has a husband in the show. Come on, 
right, carry on. We don't want to Howard DeVille. So eventually there was a uh, Rugrats thing that came out called All Grown Up. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Angelica was actually a bipolar schizophrenic who as a teenager became addicted to various narcotics. Well, that sounds like an episode of Euphoria. <laughs> uh, bringing her back to her childhood, thus creating a world in her mind that she obsessed over. Because of the time lapse between the present and the last time she interacted with her imaginary world, she made them older in the in the all grown up. Angelica was constantly taking hits of acid so she would never have to live without her creations. To her, her creations were her only company in a judgmental world. Now, this is where it gets really crazy. Can you pull up Angelica all grown up? Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at how she looked in that. I haven't watched that in hella. Damn, she kind of does look like a tweaker. Does she? Uh, kind of. I mean, not really. Eh. I mean, look at her friend. Her friend definitely looks like a tweaker. Shorty with the blue hair. She looks like she wants to be like a... Yo, Chuck, yo Chucky looks like a chomo. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They got to they gotta take my two-hand Chucky's uh, mustache off. That's crazy. Okay, so get back to this. So Angelica's mom actually died of a heroin overdose. Angelica was a schizophrenic and bipolar because she was a crack baby. Bro. What? Like, <laughs> additionally, hold on, it gets crazier. Additionally, okay. Drew, in his depression, married a gold digging whore that Angelica idolized because she fooled herself into thinking it was her real mom. However, she always had a concept of her mom, Cynthia. She used a Barbie doll, remember the little doll she used to carry around? Yep. To mirror her birth mother's image, wearing an unwashed orange dress and jacked up hair, which is why she was so attached to it. Later in life, she followed in her mother's footsteps, dying of overdose at age 13 when all growing up was canceled. I'm not buying it. No, that's because you're a Nickelodeon <laughs> fan, though. That's why. You just I don't like know, man. Fact. This is a wild... I'm... I need I need more facts behind that. No, Don't get me wrong. This, this is, is this is just a fan theory of right. what the show could have been about. Right, and I feel like you know, kind of how um, Bel Air is more of a dark twist on Fresh Prince, mm -hmm. the Fresh Prince. I think that they could do that if they did like a live action. That would be crazy. Honestly, that would be nuts. They should do a Euphoria episode based on that. I feel like they did. I mean, yeah, that's, that's actually <laughs> seasons one through three. Yeah. But, yeah, I just thought it was a crazy theory. I saw it floating around online the other day. When you look at it like that and when they paint the picture like that, yes, it does connect because they are drawing the connections there. Mm -hmm. But do I actually believe that Nickelodeon made a show about a girl who made up a bunch of people in her head? Maybe. I don't. I don't. There was a, oh, Spongebob. Was the seven deadly sins? Each character represented seven deadly sins. Can you pull that up, Tor? Yeah. I don't know why I almost called you Creed. <laughs> Creed. Yeah, because you were talking about you saw Creed. Oh, I was like, where the fuck did Creed come from? Oh, there we go. Oh, cool. The small. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get through the uh, the paywall. I know. Right? <laughs> okay, that's a little better. Okay, Mr. Krabs being greed makes sense. Yeah. Squidward being wrath, yeah, he was an irrationally angry person. Pearl being lusty, yeah, she definitely wanted to D. Uh, Miss Puff, gluttony, yeah, she definitely ate those cheeseburgers. <laughs> Patrick the Sloth, yeah, he was a lazy bum. Sandy Pride, I could see that. And Plankton, that guy was probably every one of these sins. Yeah, I mean, so with this being said, I don't know 
how much the creators put into this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe it just kind of shaped out that way? I mean, both sides are possible. But if this is possible that they kind of went off this, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe the Rugrats thing, they did have a deeper meaning that they're using as like their foundation of like to keep a, a story going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's because with this, like this is, if you attach these characteristics to these people, these seven deadly sins to yes. the special characters, um, it's very easy to keep them on track for their character. That's true. You give them a character arc that's easier to follow. Like, right. okay, you make Patrick the sloth, then you can make him lazy all the time. All the time, yeah. Here's also why I think some of these fan theories in the original conceptual idea for these shows could have some weight to them. In the 90s, a lot of those cartoons that got picked up, Powerpuff Girls, Family Guy, those kind of things, started as pilots that were originally created uh, with a different age demographic in mind. Oh, interesting. If you remember, like, Cartoon Cartoon was a short series on Cartoon Network that a lot of these shows, some of those Cartoon Network cartoons got picked up as. Mm-hmm. Family Guy was original intent, originally intended for, like, ages, like, 5 to 10 or something like oh, that. Oh, for real. And then their test audience with that age group, like, it didn't bombed that. And so they had to recreate it for a more mature audience. But the same concept for the characters are there. It's just the... The arc and the demographic and the humor and all these things. Mm-hmm. And the actual content. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. It's crazy. There was another one too. I mean, there's a lot of fan theories about a bunch of different shows, but another one for uh, Breaking Bad was that um, Walter mm-hmm. actually ended up in police protection and that's how Malcolm in the Middle starts. <laughs> that's interesting, man. I was like, damn, that's a good one. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a really good one. There's also some ones about Powerpuff Girls too that apparently like the the dude with the mustache like that was leading him or whatever that yeah. he's like a child molester and oh boy yeah it's i i went down this weird thread on twitter they were talking originally talking about rugrats and then people started replying to the thread with different fan theories that they had and i was like some of these are pretty wild there's a crazy fan theory that i saw that was um the two chicks from frozen are the sisters of tarzan oh that's cool because um like so the like the whole frozen thing happened or whatever and the yeah. parents went on like vacation, the plane crashed, they die with their son. The son ends up being raised in the jungle. Oh, yeah, and there's like little Easter it. eggs throughout it. I like and, it. and it's true. So the creator of um That was his intention. Yeah, or he was her, like, his or her, I don't know if it's is a dude. But he's like, Yeah, I mean the theory's true. So you see Okay, where's where's that one that just went? You just had one tour that was the the one I was talking about. Okay, so yeah, go up a little bit. So it says the imaginary theory. Him, the satanic figure in the main series, is believed to have been the girl's homosexual uncle. The reason as to why he's seen as the devil in the main series is because his brother, Utorium, was very intolerant of homosexuals and deemed the concept as being ungodly. What the fuck? Yeah, man, some of these are... I mean, look at... I want to know if these theories are from, like from people who actually watch these during the time of or from parents watching this and being like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, no, the parents were just getting stoned and were like, how could I make this enjoyable for myself? <laughs> right. <laughs> let's uh, let's make this like a 90210. Yeah. Oh, I don't, that one, that picture's fucking creepy. They killed him. Yeah. Did you know that uh, the Dexter's Laboratory is really about a Nazi scientist? All I know is the internet's a fun place. No, nah, I made that up. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> The internet is a fun place because, honestly, this is kind of, like, some of these are very dark and, like, crazy, but it's kind of cool to, like, 
get a new story out of something. You know what I mean? Not maybe not to this extent, but you know what I mean? Like I like when people speculate about shit like this because it gives a new conversation to something that's already been there. I wonder if we were to plug in a topic on like chat GPT and be like, um, create a fan theory for like, what's a show? Like a create a dark theory for Mm, what's a popular uh, baby shark. Yeah. Yeah. I fucks with Baby Shark, though, man. Man, I'm over that shit. (laughs) I just watch it in my free time all the time. That's that's why I'm not out dating. (laughs) I know. That's why I stay relevant. My boy just posted on Instagram that he got that on vinyl. The Baby Shark? Damn, that's kind of hard. That is kind of crazy. Especially if it's like a see-through blue or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just bought uh, Astro World on vinyl. That's it. That shit sounds amazing. Yeah. That's a great album, man. Dude, it's amazing. That... Yeah, that's a classic to me. That might be a classic to everybody, though. Okay, what are the following fans that you can see? Read it out loud, man. Okay, all right, are we ready? And put some emphasis on <clears throat> The following fan theory contains dark and disturbing themes that may be unsettling for some readers. But what is this, though? You gotta say what it is. Oh, so, well, I was reading the, the first line, the warning. Uh, so this is a dark fan theory for the story behind Baby Shark generated by Chat GPT. So according to this dark fan theory, the story behind Baby Shark is not as innocent as it seems. In fact, the song is a twisted tale of a family of sharks that preys on innocent victims, specifically children. The story begins with a mother shark who is the mastermind behind the family's gruesome activities. She is the one who leads her offspring, Baby Shark and his siblings, on their hunts. The family is always on the lookout for young, defenseless children to attack and devour. That's dark. Uh, Baby Shark is the youngest member of the family, but he is already showing signs of being a cold-blooded killer. Okay. A little jaw. His innocent appearance and catchy tune are just a facade to to lure his victims in. Once the family has captured their prey, they feast on their flesh, leaving no evidence behind. The song lyrics do 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 do. Is that, that is not how it goes. Carry on, though. <laughs> That's twice I fucked up a, uh, a melody today. Are actually the sound of the family's victims screaming for help as they are devoured Fuck a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to break character, but that's fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, the repetition of the song's lyrics is a reflection of the family's insatiable. You like how I knew that word? Yeah, we in here. Uh, hunger for the for human flesh. The family of sharks is so ruthless and effective that they have never been caught. They continue to roam the ocean searching for their next victim. The song itself has become a warning to children everywhere to beware of the danger that lurks in the depths of the sea. In conclusion... The story behind Baby Sharks is a chilling tale of a family of sharks that prey on innocent children. The song's innocent appearance is just a front for the family's true nature as cold-blooded killers. So the next time you hear the catchy tune, remember the dark truth behind it and beware of the dangers that lurk in the ocean. <laughs> Damn, that sounds like a fire TV show. I'm not going to lie to you. That was great. That's awesome. Dude, chat, chat GPT is pretty cool. Bro, I use it to write all my emails. Hopefully you're sending them to the right people. Every single email. Really? Yes, yeah. And I just say, like, uh, write email with this, and then I'll say something. I'll be like, that's horrible. I don't talk like that. That's how we didn't write this shit. Semi-formal. No, it's perfect, because it's really good. I mean, I haven't really dabbled in uh, chat GPT with, like, the craziest of shit. I just kind of use it for, like, my day-to-day shit. Mm -hmm. And it's really good at, like, transitions and fluff. Nice. Giving it a little bit of a little extra on the meat. A little bit of sauce. Just a little bit of sauce. A little bit of sauce on the meat. Speaking of which. A little bit of. Just a little bit of sauce. Just a little bit of lemon. Is there a, because you guys would know better than I, I haven't really dived into the AI thing, but is there like an AI thing where you can 
like write a story and then it'll make like a visual to that story? Um, there's a couple of them that make visuals, but the visuals aren't good yet. Okay. Yeah. So there's like um, Amazon Polly. That's for speaking. Okay. And that was actually pretty decent. And then I forget the other one because I was trying to do, um, I wanted chat GPT to write a script or like real ideas and then have Polly read it and oh, okay. then have the other one create the animations. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm like, man, if I can have all three of these motherfuckers do that shit, I just upload the shit. Like, Instagram gave me some money. Yeah, because yeah, I mean? it would be cool if like it could create like a whole almost like story for you. You know what I mean? Or like a, a visual component of a story that you came up with. I tried to get it to draw a bottle of hot sauce and I don't know what the What's, fuck that was. As crazy that it says, I hope you like this one. Say no, I don't. Do it better. <laughs> Man, I get, I get nervous on this kind of shit, though. I do too, man. I'll just say thank you after. Can you You'll guys, be fine. Can you guys now admit that, that, that the robots taking over and AI taking over is a legit concern we should have? I think it's real only because, like, oh, shit, my bad. When what I be typing fuck? on here... That kind of looks like a cat. Yeah, yeah it, it looks like a fox almost. Yeah, no, I feel you, though. Like, um, you're just asking, do you feel like the robots and AI is just going to take over? Because there are times that I'm just like spit out shit, like do it again, do it again, do it again. And I'm like, I do low key feel kind of bad, like like you're pulling the AI because I do it. I legit, do it. Like I'll say thank you at the end because I don't want to be on a list. <laughs> I'm so serious, bro. Like you're I mean, laughing. Hey, I'm dead hey, ass. I'm bro, like, I've been saying this for years and I got laughed at. Skynet is real, man. This is how this shit starts, bro. I don't even say thank you. Everything that, that we're putting into this, it's just gaining information. It already is. Like, like it's gonna you. be knowledgeable about every single thing. It's gonna fuck us up. So, uh, John Oliver, you guys watch uh, Last Week Tonight? You know that show? I've, I know who John Oliver is, but I don't watch that. He did a bit on AI that's interest, pretty interesting, and he differentiates general AI, like, would be like Jarvis from uh, oh, sick. Iron Man. Yeah, that's my guy. Lots of different things, and he was like, we're nowhere near having general AI. All the AI we have is called narrow AI. It's like okay. pretty good at one thing, and then it has no skills outside of that. So he was like, it's all good. So if you upset this text chatbot, like the repercussions are nothing because it can't do anything besides write shit. For but, now. Exactly. Yeah. So this same data that they're building into this will eventually be onboarded into general AI at some point in the future. And the whole point of this technology is it remembers everything. Yeah. yeah. It's going to become Ultron. I mean, I know you yeah. guys are big Marvel guys, but Ultron was like this AI created that they st it was pretty much stolen from Jarvis that Tony built to try and protect the world and ended up flipping on them. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, I'm, an, I, I, I'm coming to get it back in blood. It's about to imprison seven generations of your lineage for not saying thank you that one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one time that you asked to draw hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, We're like, now, remember now on a fucking list. Remember when Thanks. you said do it again? Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. All I right, need you to eat my beans. All righty. Well, oh, do you want to plug the hot sauce real quick? 11-Eleven sauce. Grapefruit-based. Vinegar-free. First of its kind. Get that shit. Uh, we got a medium, and we got an original. For, you know, some people that like to burn their shit, some people that, no pun intended, and some people who like, you know, to enjoy their food and yeah, not, I'll let you not have a little pain. You know what I mean? So, Close yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll we always, got a couple cosigns. I'm always going to cosign that shit. Uh, I use it on everything. Code, no structure, 20% off. Off top, bro. Off top. Off Who's top. giving you discounts like that? Not those other fucking Tabasco hot sauce, whatever. Mm -hmm. Peasant shit. I mean, you say that. <laughs>
<laughs> Are you trying to collab with them or something? I'm saying, man, if you want to buy, if you want to buy the company, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, I got you. You know, we're gonna erase that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that is episode 110. 110. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, next one's 111. We might have to do some cool, something cool with the 11 stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. Maybe we'll, we'll wear a Kyrie jersey. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, that's episode 110 of the No Structure Podcast. I'm Zach. He is Ty. Yeah. The most structuralist podcast in the motherfucking world. The No Structure Podcast.com. You find everything to do with us. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, share all those good things to the algorithm. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google, and Patreon. Po- Tori, you have anything to plug real quick before we get out of here? Buy the hot sauce. It's good as fuck, man. There we go. There we go. Pew, you pew, got any pew, shows pew. coming up? I got a tour coming up oh, in that's May. Right. We're excited for that. that on a future episode. Though. For sure, one hundred percent. Well, that's a hundred or episode one hundred and ten. We are fucking out of here. This is this exactly the kind of podcast you wanted to stay away from. <laughs> <laughs>